This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. The nature of our business for the salespeople has certainly changed. I've been on three sales calls in six months, and Hmm. they've all been outside. That's Frank De Silva of Resentech talking about the impact of the pandemic on his business over the past several months. And welcome to WQA Radio, news and insights about the water treatment industry. You can find us at wqa.org on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This is episode number 192. And if you're joining us for the first time, we're glad you're here. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on your podcast player or app and you'll never miss a show. That's the magic of podcasting. We're publishing this on November 4th of 2020. And in this episode, we talk with Frank De Silva about the new Resentech manufacturing facility in New Jersey, how he makes ion exchange a more interesting topic for conversations and sales presentations, and one of the positives he sees coming out of the pandemic. Later, we'll have our WQA tip. Now on to Frank De Silva on WQA Radio. Frank, great to have you join us on WQA Radio. And it's always good to bump into you from time to time. It was great that you were part of the virtual mid-year leadership conference as well. And so uh, for those who don't know you, tell us about Frank De Silva. Well, Wes, I've been with Resintech for 31 years now. We are a provider of ion exchange resin. Of course, resins are used in softeners and other devices that remove contaminants from water. Um, I'm currently overseeing the West Coast territory of Resintech, and I also function as a national sales manager. And for WQA, you are chairing one of the committees, I know. That's right. In WQA, I'm the chair of the Federal Governmental Relations Committee. You know, going back to your point about what Resentech does, uh, I, I remember how amused I was when we were uh, together last at the DC fly-in and we were talking about resin and you've pulled out of your pocket a little container to show me what, what resin looks like. Uh, I found that fascinating. That's right. And it's funny that I do uh, often travel with vials of resin because many people do not see what is in the tank working its magic. They're little plastic beads that remove ions electromagnetically. Yeah, that's great. So it's really a vivid reminder of what it is you do and and then you can obviously extrapolate on that as as part of your sales presentation, I would imagine. Yeah, it's it's a good icebreaker. Um, You know, ion exchange is not that exciting of a topic. And so I I need to introduce something uh, that people can relate to and see um, for themselves, what the device is. And, and so that's what I start with. Well, tell us a little bit about Resentech's new location and, and headquarters. And I know the, the opening was this past summer, right? That's right. It, it was a soft opening because there's been some COVID-related delays, but all the equipment has been installed now. And, and let's talk about the facility. So Resentech moved its headquarters to Camden, New Jersey as part of the redevelopment project in Camden by the state of New Jersey. 
Uh, we received a, a tax rebate uh, for this move, and we are employing um, a minimum of 251 employees across our companies in Camden now. I was fortunate to tour the facility last month, and it's, it's just um, a, a very impressive, amazing operation. Not only will we, will we be continuing to do our resin processing and carbon processing and uh, other specialty manufacturing of medias, but we will be making copolymer in the United States. We will be making cation resin in the United States. It's the first plant to be built in the US in 30 years. It's called onshoring, when we bring jobs and manufacturing back to the US. That's certainly a timely topic, isn't it? Because one of the things that people have re realized in the COVID crisis is this whole supply chain problem that, that many companies have had to deal with. So it's, it's reassuring that this is happening. Yeah, absolutely. The timing is great. And uh, I know there may be some politicians that will want to take credit for this effort, but I have to say that all the credit should go to the Gottlieb family, specifically Jeff and Larry Gottlieb, who were able to uh, put the, the deal together, which was quite complex with, with the, uh, the financing and the uh, mechanical design side. I would imagine. Uh, absolutely. So tell us, Frank, uh, we've talked about COVID a couple of different times here. Uh, tell us how it's been going for you and for ResinTech in uh, these days of, you know, trying to take extra precautions and uh, dealing with customers where you don't have the face-to-face -face as much anymore. What's been happening in your world? Well, in general, let me say that we should all be thankful that water is deemed an essential business. Water treatment is deemed an essential business. And um, we've all been kept rather busy. ResinTech's business has, has not slowed down a bit. The nature of our business for the salespeople has certainly changed. I've been on three sales calls in six months, and mm. they've all been outside, on site. I haven't, you know, you know my shtick. I get in the conference room with a whiteboard with a group of people and, and teach. And, you know, we, we solve problems that way. But that's a thing of the past, uh, at least for, a, you know, a certain period of time. So the, you know, we're not making the in-person visits. And we're quite careful at our facilities. We, of course, we have the facility in New Jersey. But we also have facilities in Chicago, in Los Angeles, in Florida. What's interesting was that I was told to minimize my visits to my Los Angeles office. Because the people that are there that are doing the, uh, the processing, the packaging, the shipping, the order entering, and, and so on. We, we want to protect them the, the best we can and make sure that they're not exposed to un un any unnecessary risks related to COVID. Yeah. Uh, did you, any lessons learned over the last six months or things that you uh, feel will be applicable to the days and months coming up? Uh, I think so, and this was also discussed in some of the sessions at the mid-year conference and some of the meetings that the WQA had this week. You know, what, what are the differences and how will they, um, what does it mean to our business in the future? And one of the things that, I try to look at the positive side of this, but one of the things that, that I feel is a positive coming out of this is that I have a lot less wasted time you know, us, us road warriors spend so much time 
on airplanes, in cars, at hotels, in restaurants, and so on, that, uh, you know, it's, it's a benefit to be able to sit down at your desk for eight hours and work on calls and emails and so on. When I compare it to a, you know, a, a standard type of conference that we go to where you're on the exhibit hall floor all day, and then you're at customer dinners at night, then you go back to your hotel room and have to do your day job and answer you know, 50 emails and, and leave voicemails and so on. Um, I, I think that we need to take advantage of this new, new efficiency because we're not traveling so much. How does 2021 look for you and, and ResinTech? What do you think? Actually, 2021 looks very good business-wise. You know, there's some big projects that we're expecting to break that uh, were s- slowed down a bit because of equipment availability by our customers. Um, but it looks like it'll be pretty much business as usual in terms of uh, volumes and sales. Awesome. Well, Frank, great catching up with you. Always, uh, always good to see you. And uh, we're, we're always appreciative of all the work you do for WQA. Thank you, Wes. You're very welcome. Always a pleasure. Our WQA tip November is Member Appreciation Month at WQA, and we certainly want to thank our members for their hard work in carrying out the mission of quality water. If you're not yet a member, you're missing out on the valuable resources WQA can provide, such as advocacy and regulatory monitoring, education, our valuable knowledge base, and powerful networking opportunities. Learn more at wqa.org slash membership. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, a podcast of the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on most popular podcast apps. Learn more about water at wqa.org and, of course, learn about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at wqa.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio.